Welcome to Real FM Rewind. Here's some highlights from the week. When life gives you expensive orange juice, you go get a refund and buy a lottery ticket instead. Or at least that is what the universe seemed to be telling this man in New Jersey who had bought some orange juice and his wife said, hey, this is on sale somewhere else, go return it. So of course, the good husband that he was, he goes to return the orange juice to save a few extra dollars. And while he was there, he realized, oh, the lottery's gone quite high. I think I might buy a ticket or two, which on the surface is never a smart idea because it's a waste of your money. The chances of winning the lottery are astronomically small, which is what makes it all the more crazy and fun of a story that, yeah, the one of the tickets that he bought from saving money on orange juice ended up being the winning ticket, giving him a grand total of $315 million. I mean, taxes are probably going to take a giant chunk out of that, but still, overnight becoming a millionaire is pretty incredible, and all thanks to some orange juice. You just never know what life will give you. We were joking a bit earlier, Kara, about Cyber Monday yeah. and how we basically spent the entire month looking at all of the deals <laughs> or the supposed deals I know. that everyone's been offering for Cyber Monday and Black Friday and Black Friday week and Black yeah. Friday month and the whole thing. Whew. And I was just thinking back and you'll have to uh, bear with me here for a moment, especially if you're uh, on the younger side in terms of age. But I was thinking back to like pre-online shopping days. Yeah. Right. And I just realized, like, man, I've spent so much time over the last few weeks <laughs> looking at deals yes. and shopping. And not all of it's a bad thing. I mean, shopping for other people's Christmas gifts. Right. And yeah. There's a lot of convenience that comes with online shopping. Sure. But then I just think about how much kind of emotional and mental bandwidth right. I've spent on looking at deals and trying to find the best ones. Yeah. And honestly, probably some stuff that I bought that I probably didn't really need to buy. Of course, yeah. And I happened across something today that um, just really brought this into focus for me uh, from Louisa Beasley. She said, I was addicted to shopping. Ooh. She said, I didn't think about my obsession with shopping as an addiction because after all, it's not talked about like sexual addiction or substance addictions mm. or things like that. Sure. But she says, the more I shopped, the more trapped I felt mm. until eventually I felt like a slave chasing after things with no power to actually change me. Wow. But the more I chased, the more I needed the chase and the desire for stuff became a monster I couldn't control. Mm. And it was then that I began to ask God to restore my identity to help me find it in him. Mm. And she says, did you know that in hostage situations that negotiators, they usually talk down the aggressor by speaking to their identity. Mm. They say things like, this is not who you are. Wow. You don't have to be like this, right? Yeah. And she suggests that God does the same with us. Huh. He changes our identity, but we forget. We forget who we are. We forget our freedom. We forget our father. And too often we think that we need to be filled by other things. Wow. And I think during this time of year, it's really easy yeah. for stuff and shopping to become that thing. So true. So if you're feeling that during this holiday season, be encouraged by Louisa. She says, God talked me down by speaking to my identity. Every day he reminds me that I am free and all I need to do is look to him and marvel at his beauty and glory. And the more I do that, the less stuff I need. The more I remember that stuff can't fix me, the more I will look to Jesus. Wow. At 23 years old, Tina Fey was working at the YMCA. At 23, Oprah was fired from her first reporting job. At 24, Stephen King was working as a janitor and living in a trailer. 
At 28, J.K. Rowling was a single parent living on welfare. At 30, Harrison Ford was a carpenter. And the list goes on and on and on. This was a list I came across a few days ago, and it was exactly what I needed to see. It was the encouragement that I needed because I'm 24. I just recently graduated finally with my college degree, and I thought, finally, I can get my life together. I'm going to be on the right track. Things are going to work out. And instead, I've been spending the past several months looking for a job, and it has been brutal. And so I've been thinking, what's wrong with me? Why am I such a failure? Why am I such a screw-up? Why aren't things working? What's wrong with me? And it turns out, I don't think there is anything wrong with me. I think this is just par for the course. I think this is just the journey of life. And when we compare ourselves to where other people our age are at, we can feel so defeated and like we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. But I think the lesson I'm starting to learn is, no, we are doing just fine. We are on the path that God has given us. And it might take a while for things to click or we end up doing something else for a period of time. And that's okay. We have one journey that we're on, ours, and we can't compare it to anyone else's. So we've had a little bit of a mild fall and I feel like we're just starting to experience winter just a little bit. Mm -hmm. This morning was super cold and I have discovered a new joy in life, Anson. Mm -hmm. I've always seen people with space heaters like at their desks and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Well... I now have a space heater for my little work from home setup. Ah, okay. So when I work there in the early mornings, I just I just pop that on. And now I know what I've been missing. <laughs> and I'm like, where has this been for all these years? Because every time I turn it off, I'm like, oh, it's so much colder over here. It's so toasty yeah. and warm and cozy. And bonus, it attracts one of my cats. Oh. When I have it on, okay. he likes to come and lay in the zone sure. at my feet. Yeah. I imagine he's like, this is like a little beach vacation just over as here. Good as you are it's about nice this. and cozy. So I am in love with the space heaters, y'all. If you have not had a chance <laughs> to experience this, highly recommend. Life is pretty crazy, and you just never know what's going to happen. For example, Stan Lee didn't release his first big comic book until he was 38. Alan Rickman gave up his graphic design career to pursue acting at age 42. Samuel L. Jackson didn't get his first movie role until he was 41. And Morgan Freeman landed his first major movie role at the age of 52. It just goes to show you could spend your 20s and 30s and into your 40s he's doing one thing and then something completely changes in the next half of your life and it's incredible and encouraging for me to know that I don't have to be on one path and stick to it life can take you in all kinds of directions a couple weeks ago we talked about this new TikTok trend called the bird test yes it's this <laughs> test that has been going viral online basically what you do is uh, you remark to your husband or wife or to your friend hey look at that bird outside and then you see how they react right <laughs> yes, and if right. they react in an interested way they give you the time of day yeah it's supposed to indicate your relationship is healthy yeah and if they don't it's unhealthy oh boy as we talked about a couple weeks ago a little bit of an oversimplification right maybe a lot of bit of an oversimplification. Yeah, exactly. Although it is kind of getting at that idea that, yes, in healthy relationships, we respond to each other's bids for attention. Sure. Well, now there's another one going around, Kara. Oh, 
Oh, dear. Have you heard of this one? It's called the orange peel theory. I haven't. This is basically the same idea. Okay. You hand your partner an orange and ask them to peel it for you. Oh. And you see what their response is. Okay. So are they willing to peel the orange for you? Or they're like, no, you can do it yourself. Uh, Why are you asking me to do this? Interesting. And supposedly if they're willing to do it for you, again, healthy Ooh. relationship. Okay. Can I just say, <laughs> can we stop the madness? <laughs> This is ridiculous. Stop it. <laughs> I really think it's ridiculous. It is a little ridiculous. It turns out, by the way, I'm not the only one that thinks this. Okay. I was reading today from Rebecca Coopersmith. She's a licensed social worker. She's an educator at the Family Institute at Northwestern University. Yeah. She agrees. She says, look, while it is a sign of a good relationship, if a partner does what they can reasonably do to help you yeah. to meet your wants and to meet your needs. Sure. First of all, it's not the only criteria uh-huh. for whether a relationship is good or bad, right? Yeah. Like looking at one small facet of a relationship in isolation yeah. reveals nothing about the relationship as a whole. Such a good point. And then second, she says this, and, and this I think really is getting to the point. Uh-huh. I think it kind of speaks to our culture and how much we expect from others and how sometimes it's not even realistic. Ooh, right? Yeah. I think when we look to partners to mind read, we're getting down a slippery slope of interdependence. Ooh, that's good. You know, yep. sometimes mm-hmm. we have to communicate yeah. to our friends and to our loved ones. <laughs> hey, this is what I want or this is what I need from you. Yes. As opposed to just expecting them to do everything uh-huh. for us without even asking. So true. I don't consider myself a super sappy, romantic kind of person. Chick flicks usually make me cringe. And so I don't typically like over-the-top romantic things, but this story pulled at my heartstring in all of the ways. It's a story about Matthew Schwab, and he's an adult living with Down syndrome. Not just living, sorry, he's thriving. And he wants to help change the world, change the way that people view the genetic disorder. And already I'm like, whoa, way to go, Matthew. I have two siblings autism and so I've personally seen the way that they're handled the way that they're treated and it just breaks my heart so I'm like way to go Matthew and he went to a Gigi's annual leadership conference they're working to do all this stuff to help raise awareness and he stunned everyone by using this opportunity to propose to the love of his life Lucia there's a video accompanying this story and it's so sweet and adorable and just everything around it I'm like oh Okay, I guess I am a softie. Oh, look at it. True love. It's so beautiful. It said it was kind of a beautiful afternoon after some colder days. And so I was excited to get out on my lunch break and go for a little walk. Yeah. And walking, we know, is one of those things that, yeah, it's it's good for us. We know it. People keep telling us and they also keep telling us, yeah, it's good to be outside in nature. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, yes, I know. But I, I know these things in my head. And then sometimes when I go for a walk and I actually experience them in my body, I'm surprised. <laughs> like, oh, I feel good. Right. What a surprise. Yeah. And I was reading something today that kind of affirmed the value of just a simple walk, mm. both like emotionally, mentally, physically, and even spiritually. KJ Ramsey says this, moving our bodies moves our minds. When our minds can't seem to grasp threads of the truest story, that the good shepherd is with us, our bodies can walk us there. Moving through space gives you the sense that you can better move through life. She says, when stress rises and anger or grief seem to block your way to hope, look up, let your faith have feet, let your lungs expand with air. 
the sky tells a more spacious story than stress, and your feet can walk a prayer. were already an insanely popular item. You know, it's that thermos with the giant handle on them. They're super popular, but they are about to be even more popular, I think. I think these are going to be on everyone's Christmas wish list because of this viral TikTok. Unfortunately, a woman's car had been on fire, which is super sad and devastating, but if one can look at the silver lining in all this, as she did, she took a video of her car showing all the damage and how everything is melted and burnt and debris, but on the inside of her car, Still in the cup holder is her Stanley that not only did it not melt at all, but she picks it up and shakes it to reveal that there is still ice in it. And the fire had been the day before. So 24 hours later, this Stanley was not melted and it still had ice in it. So that's pretty shocking and already reason enough to be like, well, of all the thermoses out there, I think Stanley is uh, proven itself. But a lot of people on TikTok were like, hey, this is probably the best Stanley ad that could ever exist. You guys need to do something about it. They were urging the company of Stanley to help this woman out since her car had literally been on fire. And thankfully, in this twist of events, they were able to not only ship her a bunch more Stanleys, which is super sweet, but they replaced her car. They gave her a brand new vehicle as, I guess, a thank you for the publicity that she just gave their already super popular company. And yeah, I will confess, I'm tempted to put one of those on my wish list. It's an... I saw a t-shirt the other day that perfectly describes my life. It said, all I want for Christmas is cat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And that is me. Yeah. And since I can't have any more cats... The next best thing is finding cute, like, cat videos or cat stories or cat memes that I can enjoy online. And so I found a really good one today that I got to share. Yeah. It's about a kitten named Tiny Tim. Oh. That's off to a really good start. It is off to a good start, yeah. So this kitten, he was seconds away from being crushed in a garbage truck. Wow. He was only, like, a couple days old, weighed less than 93 grams, and... Thankfully, the garbage truck driver heard this tiny meow and fished him out of the trash. Wow. Took him to the Blue Cross Animal Hospital, and he had to be hand-fed every two hours. His eyes weren't even open, but he was able to find a loving home right before Christmas. He's doing really well. He is best friends with uh, a three-legged kitten rescue named Oski. <laughs> They've both been adopted by one of the Blue Cross workers. And his name is Tiny Tim. I'm just saying, <laughs> I would really like a Christmas movie about this. Yeah. Hallmark, okay. if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like it isn't enough? That you just can't give your kids or your loved ones enough Christmas presents. Zoe here on Real FM. And while I don't have kids yet, I really related to this Facebook post talking about not being enough or not giving enough because I've got siblings, I've got a husband, I've got lots of family and friends that I love to death. And I feel bad that I don't have the resources 
to give them the world, that I can't give them so many things. And so this really comforted me, a reminder that we don't have to give them all of these things, all of this stuff, because that's not what matters. The magic and wonder of Christmas and of building memories usually comes from making cookies or listening to Christmas music, watching a Christmas movie, just being together and being present. That's what's enough. And that's a good reminder as we're entering this busy holiday season and we're figuring out what we're going to buy for each other. I don't have a lot that I can use to buy, but I can give people my love and my time. And that's enough. It's been a bit since we had some food news, Kara. Oh, yeah, it has. So I've got some for you for the holiday season. Yeah. McDonald's is bringing back adult Happy Meals. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> when I watch my kids eat a Happy Meal <laughs> from McDonald's, my first thought is, wow, I wish I had one of those. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> they uh, feature 10 nuggets or a Big Mac, okay, fries, soft drink, and yes, they come with a toy. Yes. This year they come with a modern take on the beloved McNugget Buddies. Oh, I remember those. From the 80s and 90s. You do. I do. Okay, the press release here says uh, the beloved McNugget Buddies toys the 80s and 90s kids cherished. <laughs> Did you cherish, cherish. the McNugget Buddies, that's a, Kara? That's a strong <laughs> word. I'm not yeah. sure applied to any Happy Meal toys. Right. See, but... that's where I was at, too. Remember them? Yes. yes. Cherish? Yeah. More like lost in the minivan yeah, somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. <laughs>